How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So just one second to go. Look at Trent Williams, T-Rock. I'm so happy for him. Brandon Ayuk's going to his oh, first Super on. Bowl. Come on. Christian McCaffrey's going to his first Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's going, going to, to his, his first, first Super Bowl. Bowl. Just back up here, Brock. Take one or two steps back. Back up. Go down. It's over. The Niners are going to Vegas. That's the call from the San Francisco 49ers radio network after they beat the Detroit Lions 34-31 in the NFC Championship game, advancing to the Super Bowl. Happy to welcome in Tommy Call of the Believe in 49ers podcast to help us get ready for this matchup in Las Vegas. Tommy, how you been? Good, man. Excited. Getting ready for a Super Bowl. Appreciate you guys having me on. Definitely appreciate the time. And just uh, uh, what was your whole experience like in that game? Obviously, the Niners come out falling into a hole, but then able to fight back and end up taking down the Detroit Lions in a heck of a game decided by just three points. I think surprise. You know, it, it was not a pretty performance by any means through those first two quarters. And I think we might have lost Tommy there. We'll try to get him back on the line. Sound like a bad phone connection. Hopefully we can get him back just getting into uh, the juice of what went on with the 49ers-Lions matchup. Uh, Hopefully uh, things are able to connect up with him. Uh, The Niners, though, yeah, ended up falling into an early run in that game. But, man, able to fight back. Uh, You knew that it was going to be a tough one, and the Lions – just got a little too excited early on. We saw C.J. Gardner-Johnson celebrating uh, a little too early. Happy to welcome back in uh, Tommy to the huddle. Uh, sorry about that. We had a bad connection with you. You were talking about, obviously, uh, falling down early and able to come back for the 49ers, being surprised in that one. Yeah, I just felt like in that game how that script ran. A lot had to break the 49ers' way for them to come back from you know trailing by 17 and it just seemed like it all went to plan. I mean, everything that happened for the 49ers, it felt lucky, you know, and I know that's kind of a simple, easy way to do it, but the stops on fourth down and right away, that kind of gave them momentum that they did not have the entire game. It gave the defense and, you know, it translated over the offense some juice and they were able to use that. And obviously, you know, the biggest play of the game comes on a 51 yard pass. It hits off a Lions defensive back face mask to right. goes into Brandon Ayuk's hands. I mean, it really was kind of – I mean, you guys watched a lot of football. It seemed like everything broke their way and all this kind of dumb stuff that could have helped the 49ers out really just did in that game. So I think that's why it's a more of a surprise. Like, obviously they're a great team. They're, they've been a Super Bowl favorite for a long time now. But for them to get there that way was a little bit of a head scratcher. And all I can say is 
they're here now. How is Debo doing? I know he went into the game a little banged up, able to play, though, uh, and was obviously the key guy in the receiving game and uh, ended up contributing a little in the run game. I think, you know, Debo is – he's not going to miss a big game. This right. guy is, has been so – we talk about it a lot in, like, basketball and baseball, baseball when it comes to, like, pitchers in big games. Debo Samuel, in, the, in terms of the NFL, is kind of like that – closer where he just arrives in these big moments you know if you need somebody to strike somebody out it's going to be Debo Samuel for the 49ers and that's why they get him the football and all these kind of you know short yardage situations whether they get they're getting into him behind the line of scrimmage and obviously you know I thought he looked pretty well in that game he looked you couldn't tell he was really injured and obviously a serious shoulder injury that kept him out for a couple games earlier this season so we saw and you know now I think going into this one especially with two weeks ahead that's going to be a problem for the Chiefs. Uh, looking at, obviously, the running back uh, that everybody is jealous of that you guys have over there on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, been a stud since coming over. Obviously, he's had some seasons with injuries, but this year, man, if there was ever a time for a running back to win the MVP award, to me, it is this season with McCaffrey, but I do feel like it's still going to end up going uh, to um, the Baltimore Ravens in Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's fair. But it's funny to it's funny to talk about Christian McCaffrey with you guys because I think you know on my podcast and when we're writing about him, it's almost like he is an afterthought. And I know that kind of sounds silly, but he's just been so good. It's almost like machine like because you just expect him to get a hundred yards and a touchdown. And if he doesn't do that, it's almost like more of a surprise. And you know, talking about him as a pass catcher and all these things, it's like. Oh, Christian McCaffrey just had a long run. He just, you know, he just picked up a tough third down. He just punched in another one, two yard touchdown. It seems like I could tell you the script of how the Super Bowl is going to start, where it's Christian McCaffrey, a two yard touchdown run after he grinds them up the field. It seems like it's happened so much this season. And, you know, covering him the last two years, it's crazy to think, but it's just like he's almost underappreciated because he's so good, because he is so absolutely automatic, I think, here locally. Uh, looking at some of the assistant coaches on the 49ers, the Saints have interest in quarterbacks coach Brian Greasy, uh, also uh, interested in Kubiak for their open offensive coordinator job. Just wondering if you've heard any rumblings on your side of things as any progress with that. I know things are pretty tight lip right now. Yeah, I mean, it would be a surprise if one of those guys didn't get a shot. You look around the league and – Anybody that's come from this Shanahan tree, he, he, he seems like one of these modern-day coaches that we can say really has a tree around the NFL. Everybody wants a piece of that. And, you know, Brian Greasy, he's done a great job with Brock Purdy. So, of course, you'd want a piece of that. But I do think, obviously, if there's going to be a coach on the 49ers staff right now, I do think Clinton Kubiak is a guy, you know, if I was a fan of one of these teams, I would definitely be interested in his services. Obviously, you got the bloodlines there, but a guy that's proven and who's come from that Shanahan offensive mind. I mean, that's kind of the hottest ticket in the game right now, it seems like. Tommy, kind of looking at the defensive side of the ball for the 49ers, they were elite all season long, the number three scoring defense entering the postseason. I I mean, if you're looking at the final four teams, you're looking at three of the best scoring defenses in the NFL. Uh, But you're looking at the 49ers defense in the first two games that they played in the postseason against Green Bay and then just this past weekend against Detroit. They've been a little bit porous against the run. I want to get your thoughts on that and what's happened with their run defense because uh, they've averaged giving up 159 yards per game. And, I mean, Detroit was running all over them in the first half. They obviously locked them down in the second half. But 
it's been kind of an issue there. I agree. I mean, I, I agree. I think it's it's a, it's one of the few you know question marks when you go when you're heading into the Super Bowl that you look at this team and go, how can you hurt them? And it seems like the run game is is a definitely a spot. And I think the defense as a whole. I mean, Dre Greenlaw against the Packers saved them with two interceptions. Then this game, like we talked about, kind of all the wonky stuff that broke their way. But the defense as a whole, I think, has been a little bit underwhelming, especially in the playoffs. And two guys that have played at an all-pro level, Pro Bowl level, whatever you want to call it, and Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead, they've gotten pushed around a little bit on the inside. And I think also, you know, the 49ers have been missing one of their star safeties who found the in the back seven now for a couple of weeks. And in terms of just the role of physicality he brings, you're talking about a young player, Jair Brown, who's been playing safety for them. That back end is getting pushed around. You saw the Packers wide receivers, the Lions, you know, on the edge have some success really kind of pushing around those guys, um, you know, in the back seven of the 49ers defense and not necessarily worrying about the guys on the interior and the Nick Boses and things like that. Just trying to get to that second level. I mean, it is a cause for concern, but, um, Hopefully in this one against the Chiefs, you know, that front seven that's been so dominant with Armstead and Bosa and Chase Young, they just have not clicked yet in the playoffs. And they haven't really got going. Obviously, both had two sacks against the Lions, but there's just been something missing. There's, it's just not looked right. And so hopefully over these next two weeks, and we're going to see something a little bit different here in the Super Bowl. But it's definitely a question mark. It feels like that's kind of the key for this matchup in the Super Bowl is getting pressure on Pat Mahomes for the 49ers because, I mean, you look at what happened with Buffalo, they weren't really able to do it. And then, more surprisingly, the team with the most sacks all season long, the Ravens weren't really able to do it either. The pass pro for Kansas City has been really stellar, and it seems like San Francisco's pass rush has been kind of slumping recently. They just got to turn that around in the Super Bowl. I think it's a huge key. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. I think it's it's a huge problem is what it is because I don't think the 49ers, they've gotten by with their secondary and, and Charveris Mooney Ward has played amazing all year, absolutely deserving of the all pro nod, but outside of him in the secondary, it has been a lot of hot and cold. It's been a lot of up and down. And when the 49ers, you know, they, they had their losing streak. And if you want to say there's a way to expose them, it's to test that secondary They're They are prone to giving up a big play. And if the defensive line is not getting home, that defense as a whole is predicated on that defensive line and getting to the quarterback. They don't have a great secondary because there's so much money invested into that front seven. And so if Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Javon Hargrave, guys I've mentioned, are not getting there, it leaves that secondary open for damage. And it would be you know, a shock to see Pat Mahomes and these guys, Travis Kelsey, not necessarily test that. So, yeah, I think the 49ers could be in for a long day if, if they are not getting to Mahomes early and often in a couple weeks here. Yeah, Mahomes uh, 3-0 and against this 49ers team, uh, twice in the regular season, once in the Super Bowl. For you, what is the key to the Niners finally solving that riddle? Yeah, I think it's, I, I, you know, I think what is something similar to what I alluded to is, you know, getting Tim, but that's kind of right. obvious. But I also think playing a little bit of keep away. This team has been, you know, through the playoffs, they've counted on Brock Purdy twice to kind of lead a comeback. They've needed two comebacks. But this team plays at best when they are, you know, a front runner. They, they like getting out of the gate early and getting to a lead. And we haven't seen that really yet in the playoffs at all. And so I think – if, you know, we're watching this game and it starts off 7-0 in favor of the 49ers, just say they get a stop on the first drive and they are um, driving 
probably feeling a little bit better about this game as a whole. I think we're going to decide, you know, we're going to figure out how this game is going to go very early because, like I said, if Christian McCaffrey can wear on you and you're limiting, you know, putting so much pressure on Brock Purdy, and, hey, he's delivered, he's right. delivered, but how much How much are we going to test that? How much are we going to test that? Because the reason the 49ers have gotten this far is because they've been able to just grind on teams with McCaffrey and run, giving the ball you know, Brock Purdy's at his best when he's playing a point guard role, you know, and, and he's dishing it to guys like Debo Samuel and letting them do their thing. That has been the recipe that's gotten them this far. And, you know, kind of leading on these comebacks and, and chase, it's exciting, but uh, it's a little stressful, I think, for 49er fans. I think everybody would be a lot more comfortable seeing some early dosages of Christian McCaffrey, and I think that could be a key in this one. Tommy, my last one for you, Kyle Shanahan, I mean, He's made it to the big game multiple times. He hasn't won yet. He hasn't broken through. I, you remember 2016, the the Falcons and the 28 to three choke against the Patriots, and then 2019, the 49ers up. This is the rematch. The 49ers are up early on in that game against the Chiefs, and then Chiefs make a comeback late. Uh, the two NFC Championship game losses, first to the Rams, and then second to the Eagles. He's back in. He's trying to break through finally. I mean. You almost got the feeling when Detroit got off to that super hot start that it was going to happen again to this guy. Uh, Shanahan's been praised, and rightfully so, as the best offensive mind in the NFL as a head coach. Uh, How does he finally break through and win his first Super Bowl? That's a million-dollar question right there. (laughs) I mean, I I think, obviously, the kind of X factor to this is, you know, and this guy we haven't really got the chance to talk about yet, but is Brock Purdy. I mean, I I know a lot of people have talked about you can put whatever – you know, narrative or name, game manager, um, system quarterback, something like that. I think for the first time, Kyle Shanahan, whatever you want to call it, he has full and absolute trust in Brock Purdy. And they're going to let that offense be open. You know, we've seen Kyle Shanahan take the ball away from Jimmy Garoppolo, only letting him pass, you know, less than 10 times in the NFC Championship. You know, the, re- the way they punched their ticket at the Super Bowl last time was on the back of Raheem Mostert in a, in a historic performance against the Packers. And now you look at this game, and you, the, how they got there was behind Brock Purdy. I don't think Kyle Shanahan has necessarily had a guy that, whatever you want to talk about skill-wise, that he trusts. And if you want to say he's a system quarterback in Kyle Shanahan, well, he's really broken open that system because I've never really seen an offense operate like they have until Brock Purdy really took over. And I think that's a lot to do with just flat out trust. He has his guy and that is Brock Purdy. And I think, you know, they're going to kind of live and die by that. And I think Kyle Shanahan maybe for the first time is is comfortable. Is comfortable with that. A lot of great info, Tommy. Appreciate the time and enjoy the build up to the big hype in Las Vegas, my man. I appreciate it, guys. Let's get it, boys. Super Bowl time. Thanks, Tommy. like it. Tommy Call, Believe in 49ers podcast host, so you can check out his work there. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for 
for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.